You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling. And I'm your host, Casey Corbin, and thank you for joining us today in the podcast. But before we got to get to the podcast, you know what you got to do? Hit us out on all the social media outlets. Just go uh, to Twitter at TNWPod. Just go to the Instagram. We're there. Talking Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. Facebook backslash Talking Wrestling uh, we're also on uh, Spotify, Talking Wrestling, and you know they have those little questionnaires at the end. Uh, did you like this podcast or whatever they have? Just fill out the questionnaire. I'm sure it helps Twitter. I'm sure it helps us. Uh, what else can you do? iTunes, rate, review, subscribe, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean. Just do all the iTunes things. Yeah, Give us the review. Give us the rating. Uh, give us the love. That's all good. Anywhere popular podcasts are, uh, check us out. Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling. Uh, folks, we just had some great days of AEW action. So right now, bringing them in, uh, my buddy who took it all in as well, all the way from Montreal now to Mississauga. You'll know him. You'll love him. Please give it up for Reese Turner. Oh, look at me, baby boy. I'm wearing my AEW New Japan Pro Wrestling Forbidden Door t-shirt. Looking fresh to death. Oh, How you doing? You're, you're looking good. We're doing good. We're We're all suffering. From the collision of AEW, we've got a hangover like you wouldn't believe. Holy smokes, man. Like, we're talking two days uh, yeah. of, of, of just like the, the, the collision is just, it's just there to tickle you. Just to get a little foreplay. Get a little little bit of, doesn't give you everything. five hours of wrestling foreplay. And then we're going to, and then tomorrow night, we're going to fucking blow our load all over you. <laughs> Five hours of wrestling. And then after that five hours of wrestling, we got another three-hour press conference. Like, what the fuck? I jokingly went to watch it at 1.30 in the morning, and uh, it was still going on. Holy shit. And everybody's like, Tony Khan doesn't blink. Tony Khan doesn't blink. He, he doesn't Cocaine blink. Cocaine will do that to you. Cocaine will do that. Oh, well, we think it's Adderall. Who knows? It's something. There's something going on there. He's, uh, <laughs> you know, he's just, like, so excited. But the, I didn't see all of it. I saw MJF, his little promo, and Jericho came in, came in and he uh, challenged a Texas Tornado match against Darby Allen and Sting, him and Sammy Guerrero, to finish the business uh, because I guess the business wasn't finished in their match. So we'll see how that goes. That'll be on Dynamite yeah. in, in Hamilton as they move across Canada. Yeah, you got Ham- Thursday, Wednesday and Thursday, both in Hamilton. And uh, I've been offered many tickets to go. And I just don't, uh, I just don't have the fucking time or I'd be both of those fucking shows. I'm, I'm all plum tuckered out, to be honest, or else I, I do have the time. But uh, I just, I just don't want to go out to Hamilton both nights and see what I can watch in my in my apartment. <laughs> Very true. Like I just five hours. I think there's more was, of a comment on Hamilton than on AEW. I think so, um, <laughs> a little bit. But hey, you know, like like man, there were so many good things that happened this weekend. Yeah. Uh, you know, where do we want to start? Let's just start with the collision. The collision. Let's start at the beginning. The collision was fun. Did yeah. you like it? I had a good time. I had, uh, I had, <laughs> I had some interesting extracurriculars in the, in my area. Oh yeah. Yeah. I watched a guy get arrested in the bathroom. Oh. Uh, you, it seems that him and his friends may have been 
doing a bunch of cocaine and repeatedly going into the stall. And I went in there to take a piss, and there's a cop right at the door, and I'm like this. Yeah. Can I piss? And he's just like, yeah. And then two other cops walked in, and I'm like this. I'm getting killed by cops in this bathroom right now. <laughs> but then it was a guy. I just hear this coming out of a stall. Yeah. And I'm like this. Uh-oh, someone's in trouble. They knocked on the door. And then I'm like, I'm going to get out of here now. And I went back to the wrestling. Holy shazam. That's fucking crazy. Wow. Yeah. There's That's... a lot of, I thought it was, it was kind of wild, the amount of police and security that were walking around there. And it's completely different catching a show in Montreal versus catching a show in Toronto. I don't find Toronto people are crazy at all. Like, they're great fans at yeah, the but show. It's not, that's not the crazy part. The crazy part is the amount of police that are present. Yeah. Well, maybe they were just uh, getting overtime from coming from the Pride Parade right over into AEW. Yeah. Well, I was talking to a friend. I was talking to a friend of mine, Casey, uh, who went to the Pride Parade, my friend Paula. Okay. And, and, I, and she's like, oh, how was your weekend? And I said... Well, you know, Paula, I spent 10 hours this weekend watching half-naked men wrestle and get all sweaty. So I'd say our weekends were remarkably similar. How was <laughs> Hey, there is no more wrestling crew that's more inclusive than all elite wrestling. They will tell you that. They play it that's before it. the show and tell you that. You know? Listen, it's one of those things that it's like I know that people are getting tired of the whole blah 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 is for everyone kind of thing but it is man stop being such an old dick like everything is for everyone you know when people get mad that people are including people and shit no don't get mad let them have fun too bro well i've always said wrestling is the most inclusive thing especially when it comes to people because it doesn't matter what color you are it doesn't matter what size you are it doesn't really matter what age you are you can always be a wrestler. McMahon can make a buck off you, baby. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Bearded lady, no problem. You know, uh, you know, two-headed monster. Yes, please. You know, yes, please. Exactly. You know, ex wrestling is inclusive to everyone. You know, that's Love like wrestling. You know, not many places. You know, welcome. You know, li little people. Little people. They're, you know, great wrestlers, you know, and not just in their heyday, but, you know. Yeah. So, Collision, the big match on Collision was, of course, uh, CM Punk with uh, FTR and, and, old Richard and, and Starks. Ricky Starks. Yeah. And uh, they were going up against, uh, who were they going up against? They went up against, uh, what's it called there? Uh <laughs> They went up against um, Buddy, Buddy Boy too. All House Buddy of Black, Boy. Brody King, yeah. Buddy yeah. Murphy, and uh, who else was there with them? Uh, Brody Murphy, Brody King, and uh, um, was there a, was there One uh, was there was there a Tanahashi involved in that or no? What we really got to start doing, this is what we got to start doing, is writing down the cards before we talk about the cards. <laughs> uh, well, no, no, no. I didn't. I, I'm all. I'm good for. Uh, I'm horrible at this, look Casey. It, look at, look I've it. got the CTE. No, I've got. Look at. I've got notes right there. I got those. This is for Forbidden Door. This isn't for Collision. So I went back and listened to last week, or well, three days ago, where we made our predictions. So, uh, you know, so we wouldn't have to go back and, and, and listen, but I do, I did think that you were writing out the predictions as we're going on, because when I said the name, I was gonna, but I didn't because I, I, I record in a very small space, but there was one part where I said, and I'm taking so-and-so and he's like, you're taking so-and-so. And I was like, yeah, I'm taking so-and-so. So I thought you said that because I thought you were writing it down. You no. just... <laughs> Why would you repeat it? You're taking so and so. Yeah, I'm taking him. Okay, okay. I'm I'll like, okay, it. he's I'm writing that it. down. Um, no, 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 no worries. No, no worries. I didn't. No, I absolutely did not. But, uh, uh, but one second, let me. It was uh, Jay White, Juice Robinson, and the Guns. Jesus yes, Christ. Yes, yes, and oh, yes, yes, because I was saying how happy I was that that uh, the Gun Club and the Bullets 
the bullet like you can't have bullets without the guns and you can't have guns without bullets and i think these guys together are fucking fantastic and entertaining yeah, I like uh, I like the Bullet Club Gun. Uh, that's what they should call it instead of Bullet Club Gold now. Bullet Club Gun. Oh, or just call it uh, Gun Club or or uh, you know. Whatever. No, you gotta keep it in the Bullet Club. You gotta call it the Pistoleros. <laughs> like just like uh, Canadian Bullet Club, which is now a thing thanks to the new Canadian Bullet Club T-shirts available at AEW.com. Uh, yeah, I got them in shirts. Or they'll be available anywhere on the Collision Tour. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, so that is excellent. But let's just get to the CM Punk was great. He came out, and uh, people at home that watched told me you could hear the booing in the, in, in the, in the, in the venue for CM yeah. Punk on Collision. And I was like, well, that was half the stadium. Like, that was yeah. half the arena. The, yeah, it was the, I was like, that was nothing compared to the crowd that was there for Forbidden Door, and that was a great fucking crowd. I'll just say that right now. Forbidden Door, yeah. The 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 reaction he was getting. I just got to say, back on Collision, there, the quality chirps that CM Punk towards the city of Toronto was just amazing. Yeah, his uh, his knocking the Maple Leafs at the very end. You know, like where where Christian came out or whatever at the start, cut his promo. He makes fun of Toronto. Says, you know, I, I you know, like I didn't like Toronto. I'm like, well, you're from fucking Orangeville. Stop saying you're from Toronto. And, yeah, I'm Orangeville. Yeah, Orangeville. Orange, you glad you moved to Toronto? Has had a wrestling career, like. And then he was like slamming the Maple Leafs, and it's like, dude, nobody believes that. Everybody knows how much you love the Leafs. You Instagram you and Edge. In Carolina, at Leaf games. Yeah. Like you, you go, you went to Atlanta to see the Leafs play. You know what though? I did like it because, like, a lot of fans ate it up. I am so, I'm so happy that Christian Cage is is on my television still. I've it's always just, said, out of the two, out of Edge and Christian, I always liked Christian more. I've always I been was, a Christian guy. Yeah, I was in the minority, I think. But you are. That Christian, we are. Yeah. Yeah, Look but at, like honestly, Edge, it was just more entertaining. Edge will go down as one of the greatest of all time because when you look at his resume of all the titles that he's won, it's incredibly so many more titles than Christian. Oh, absolutely. You now, know, if they were actually achieving this through actual athletic contest, yes, okay. But because it's scripted, he could win a million titles and I wouldn't give a shit. I, I still think Christian's the better performer. Christian, when Christian left WWE to go prove that he could be a world champion quality of world champion <laughs> elsewhere <coughs> not only did it inspire inspire me to go back to uh to go back to night school and take computer sciences but uh it also inspired me to uh quit uh the company that i was currently working at to go independent yep. in the business for myself the way Kristen did for him so i, I always he inspired me and uh, I love Christian. And, uh, I love Christian, man. He's amazing. He's phenomenal. He's a phenomenal talent. But you know what? He didn't have sweet fuck all to do with the Forbidden Door. Well, he, you know, the day, I, I would like to think he did because he started Jungle Boy Jackson Harrison down this dark Oh, I just meant he wasn't really on the card last night. He I came know, out he before the show. He said, Jack Perry should cut his hair now. What's that? Jack Perry should cut his hair. No. Go no. full Johnny Damon. Cut your hair. You signed with the Yankees now. Cut your fucking hair. He's not prepared for that. Are you of kidding? You kidding? You, first of all, you don't cut your hair. You lose your hair. All right? Nobody cuts their hair. You lose it. You lose hair. it in a loser leaves hair. loser hair match. That's how you lose it. Like hair like that. If you're gonna shave your head, you gotta lose that in a fucking loser hair 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 hair, hair, hair like you know barber match. I can't even fucking say it. Um, so let's go. Let's get to the forbidden door. Many matches before that, uh, you know, that entertained the fans of Toronto. Uh, the the Toronto indie fans were excited to see uh, Stu Grayson involved in the first match, along with Evil show. Uno. And yeah. there was like a little love affair, like, oh my God, is Uno and 
and and Stu Grayson going to get back together? What's going on? And this was not. You know, it was all just. Now the Dark Order looks like they're splitting up for good. The Dark Order has ran its course. I, it's no, time to let it, it go. It did not run its course, Casey. All everything runs its course eventually in wrestling. The Dark Order's time is Listen, over. No, it didn't even get the proper chance. It didn't even get the proper chance. It had lots of chances. It had lots no, of chances. No, the guy died. And sometimes it was so over. You over like Rover. Um, I think the only problem is stopped being over, to be honest, was Tony Khan stopped giving it time. Well, yeah, and, uh, you know, and once they got rid of Cole Cabana, it all went downhill. So there. How do you like it? I said it. I, I don't said think it. they got Cole. I think Cole, unfortunately, got moved. Got CM punked? Got got yeah. punked and moved? Is that what you're saying? Tell Maybe, me what I'm tell me what I'm telling tell me when I'm telling lies. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Do you know you know Scott? Were you in an improv troupe with Scott? You still talk no. to Scott? You know these these bagels are really good. No. Um CM Punk was so entertaining though this week. The fans ate him up. FTR yeah. bringing up yeah. the the fact that Toronto put them on the map from uh, NXT SummerSlam weekend in 2016. I was not at that show as I was at the Mick Foley show at the rec room at that time. Um, you know, it's just the the buzz around that match, Johnny Gargano and uh, Tommaso uh, Choppa versus the FTR who were, well, the Revival at the time. That yeah. was the match that everybody was talking about from NXT TakeOver in Toronto. And and that they they it was great that speech they gave, that they acknowledged the fans for loving them and for never leaving them. And then uh, you know, uh, uh Dax said everything that was on everybody's mind and he just said it flat out Brett's better than Sean. He did, and he also said, just give me a minute, and you can go back to Boo and CM Punk. Yeah. Ricky Starks, I think, said that one, though. I think Ricky Starks said that. A couple things about CM Punk. Number one, his uh, Roddy Roddy Riding Piper shirt of the Panther being his Chihuahua Larry is a fucking fantastic shirt, so many people had those on in the audience, although they weren't for sale. Um, the merchandise... First night, not very good. Second night, lots of merchandise. I don't know. The first night was okay. You had the Revival shirts. You had a bunch of different... Or, sorry, the FTR shirts. Yeah. <laughs> you had a bunch of different... I almost bought the FTR shirt. I came very close to buying the FTR shirt, but the lineup was way too big. Yeah, I went to... The second night was better because they had more concession stands. Rightfully so. They were fucking sold out. Uh, you know, and... Uh, and I got it my was... Forbidden Door shirt and my Canada Bullet Club. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a Canadian Bullet Club shirt. That's all I got. I'm a sucker. Listen, if you want my money at a wrestling show, put the name of the event and the date of the event on anything, and I'll buy it because I'm an idiot. I won't buy the ones that say, I was there. No, I, I don't, don't want like If you put I was there on it, I will throat punch your grandparents. But this, like, this is a fucking dope shirt. The yeah. Forbidden Door shirt is fucking dope. No, and you know what? That is your style. Like, that is a Reese Turner classic. Like, that yeah, looks, look good. looks good on it. Yeah. I look good. It makes me look like I've got a lot more muscles than I actually do. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. And yeah, to that. A small Buick. Hey, I hope you people, uh, listeners of the show. Wait, what do that? you mean, you people? <laughs> no, I mean the, the the fans, the talking wrestlers, the wrestle talk ads. I don't know what we call our fans. But the people out there that are listening to the show. I hope you followed my Instagram because I was posting pictures from the event all night long. That's and, a, I forgot to do it because I did some mushrooms. Oh, my God. That's even more insano than Captain Insano. Um, <laughs> oh, you know who else was great on the uh, collision? Was Tanahashi was great on, on collision. And, oh, yeah. Uh, as he won his match. And... Uh, you know, who else was on collision? What else was I thinking about? Oh, Suzuki. Oh, my God. Well, we'll talk about them later. Naito made his uh, return 
yeah. uh, to uh, New Japan through the Forbidden Door. So Naito was a big part of it. I and I was super fucking happy about that. That was uh, awesome. Uh, it was Tony Khan came out last night, started the show, like with his little "I'm Tony Khan," and, and I don't even uh, blink. Yeah, and he don't blink. And then uh, it was great seeing, uh, you know, uh, RJ City in his uh, suit that was a little too big for him, looked like. And uh, Rene Paquette in the denim and leather chaps. It's like, you know, John Moxley's like, Rene, have you seen where I put my chaps? I'm trying to look badass tonight. And then (laughs) she's like, I already got them on there, baby. You know, they look great. Good Canadian kids. Good Canadian kids. Speaking of good Canadian kids and the idea for our shirts for SummerSlam with the the names down the front, I saw a motherfucker with the fucking already did one for Calgary, and he had the black shirt with Brett, Owen, Davy Boy, Jim, like the fucking Heart Foundation down there. I'm like, fuck, that was my idea. We'll still do a better one. Uh, so uh, let's see. Oh, the first match of the night was uh mjf and tanahashi now yeah. we're talking we're talking the pay-per-view we're not talking the pre-ground no the pre-ground. yeah we've, we've gone into the we've knocked on the forbidden door the forbidden door is fucking open it we're is and and you know who's walking out fucking tanahashi versus mjf mjf i'll tell you uh and you know somebody asked me uh a guy asked me that was sitting beside me he's like who do you think is the strongest pillar of the four pillars? And you know what I said? The four pillars are a fucking joke. Whoa. I said, I said, I said, look at, uh, I said, uh, two pillars have death wishes. Like Darby Allen has a death wish. Sammy Guevara is going to fucking kill himself or break his neck. I said, which leaves two other pillows, pillars. One couldn't get over tonight. And the other one is fucking mjf that's the only pillar there is bud the other three are not on mjf's level mjf is the champion stop comparing him to fucking jungle boy and darby allen he's not they're not in his fucking league right now and neither is the third one who i can't even fucking remember sammy guevara like look at sammy was great in his match doing some insane shit like a fucking 360 splash on a sting on a table like fuck the guy 61 bud like settle the fuck down but but you know mjf versus tanahashi the tanahashi can't move like he used to but he still those guys put on a great fucking yeah we got to say we got to say like this is what i love about this show right here casey is we got to now say that we have seen like everybody, we've seen Tanahashi wrestle nice. now. We've seen Okada wrestle. We've seen Sonata wrestle. I've seen him wrestle more than one. I've seen him wrestle many times. All these. But guys. did you have you ever seen Have you ever seen Okada wrestle Brian Danielson? Never. Never. I've seen, Never. I've seen Daniel Bryan wrestle uh, Jericho. I've yeah. seen Daniel Bryan wrestle. Um, fuck. Uh, Brock, Le- Brock Lesnar, which That's was okay, great. But it's still, I don't know, like, there's something about these matches that were just, Look, like, we'll get to it eventually, and I, I, I'm yeah. going to I'm gonna really go off on one match because it's my new favorite thing in life. Uh, but we'll go back. Let's go back to the beginning. Yeah, Tanahashi, go ace. But I love how MJF was ripping New Japan. New Japan is an indie on his back of his robe. Yeah. Uh, and I love that he was mocking his knees, old Tanahashi's knees with old Bolex. Whenever he started playing guitar with Bolex, I thought he was like playing the banjo, and I thought, what is it? He looks like he's inbred. Yeah, no, I liked it, but yeah, there's no way that you could really have Tanahashi go over here. No, no, we did not expect that at all. MJF oh, yeah. came out the winner, and we both predicted yeah. that MJF would win that match. Exactly right. Yeah, and it was the best match to start the whole thing off. Yes. Yeah, one hundred percent. And in Agreed. hindsight. In Agreed. hindsight. So so we go on to the second match. Um yeah, fucking MJF just looked great. I have so many yeah. great pictures of MJF. Uh yeah, wow. What a what a great what a great match. 
So the next match, uh, the next match was, um, let's see, what was the next match? Oh, boy. Okay, the next match, I have to sort of go back through these. Oh, you're looking through your pictures? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the second match. Oh, the second match. Oh, my God, the second match. Oh, my fuck. The second <laughs> match was uh, fucking CM Punk. Right yeah. out of the gate. We, so you just had a great MJF match, followed up by CM Punk, and uh, and and uh, Shibata. Is that who he was wrestling? Gets booed out the goddamn building. Oh, booed, booed. Like, if you thought it was loud on Saturday night, it was ten times louder. But he is an entertainer, and he laughed it up, and he just fucking went with it. And yeah. they had a fantastic match. Ended up with the go to sleep. And It was, like, honestly, because, of like, CM Punk, since he's been back, he hasn't really worked that long. But this was a nice match. Nice length. Good, good action. Yeah, and I thought it was a solid second match. So, like, I remember after the first two matches thinking, holy shit, like, the first, those are the first two matches? Are you kidding me? What are we going to do? We're going to blow our fucking minds. Um, I got so many great pages. And then the next match, I was expecting maybe the four-way or maybe the girls but all of a sudden, the music hits fucking Orange Cassidy. And you know I like the Orange Cassidy. I love, well, I love me some Orange Cassidy. And most importantly, I love me some Starship. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The fucking Jane song. Is it song? Starship or Jefferson Airplane that does Jane? It's Jefferson Airplane. It's not Starship? It, 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 they're the same band. I know, but like, what were they going by at the time? Jefferson Starship. That's right, Jane. It's so good. Yeah, it's so... But the the problem with this song is it will never scream Orange Cassidy to me. Wet All American Summer. Always Wet Hot American Summer. Always going to be Wet Hot American Summer forever. 100%. That's why I like it even more. But I love Orange Cassidy. He's in a four-way. Zack Sabre Jr., Zack Sabre Jr. Who Fuck. else? There was uh, everybody had a title. Every single one of them had a title. I feel like I once I gotta get my laptop up. I gotta get my laptop up and right. Every single one of them had a fucking title. Yeah, every because like at the end of the match, it was like uh, the winner, which was Orange Cassidy. He was holding up his belt. But then all the other guys were holding up their belts, like to say, "No, no, I didn't get pinned. I'm the champ, and I didn't get pinned. I'm the champ." And Zack Saber said, "All oh, dude got pinned, and I'm the champ." So they're all like, they all held up their belts at the end. We're like, "We still all got our belts." Oh, hoy. <laughs> I think they should have to do a series across every promotion. Yeah. So that was the Orange Cassidy was, uh, was I was, I, anytime Orange Cassidy is in the ring, he's entertaining, and uh, I enjoyed that match. Of course, after Orange Cassidy, uh, they brought out uh, Jungle Boy and Hook for their match against, uh, against, uh, Jung- against Sonata, Sonata, and, uh, you know, Sonata ended up pinning Jungle Boy there. And then, like, like first off, but Jungle Boy, aside from the song, where the fans were going back and forth doing their sting, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna get a new song for sure. Um, I know what it is. What is it? It's gonna be. Picture this. All black, and then uh, the guitar just rips from the darkness. No. No. I wish it was that. I wish it was that. Fuck, that would be so great. Um, I realized I'm not good at singing in that very moment. 
No, that was I know everybody knows what that is. Uh, everybody. And you and you sang it just enough of a difference to not fuck us up <laughs> copyright wise. Um, Jungle Boy, I didn't think was over at all that night. The match was okay. Uh, he, Here's the problem with Jungle Boy. They took his dinosaur away. Yes, but he can't be a boy with a dinosaur forever. He can't be a boy without a di- he can't be a boy with a dinosaur without a dinosaur. As soon as he took the dinosaur away, the boy's gotta become a man. Yeah, that's why they call him Jack Perry. That's why they call him Jungle Man. Jungle Boy will Jungle Boy on Dynamite, he will denounce the name Jungle Boy and he will just become Jack Perry. Jumping Jack Perry. He's, oh, and they come in and fucking he buys Jumpin' Jack Flash the song. <laughs> Fuck. But I love it. They love Tony Khan. But yeah, loves... Sonata is such case. Sonata's got a great fucking look, by the way. The, yes. For those of you who haven't seen Sonata before, well, you have. He, he just had like different a... looks all the time. Yeah, and, um, fair enough. But he, he looks like, like a cockatiel. The... He had the white spiked mohawk. Thousand percent. But he looks like a wrestler should look like. You know what I mean? Like he's got. Like he looks like a champion. He looks like Antonio Inoki. He's got like the champion. he's got the black hair. He's got the black tights. He looks like a, a champion. Champion. Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. He looks like a champion. He looks great. Uh, but then at the end, Jungle Boy is walking up the 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 ramp, yeah. and you know the whole time I was thinking, what the fuck is even the purpose of Hook? What Hook well, hasn't done? Like good friends. He didn't do. I know. Well, I know Jungle Hook was a thing. But they weren't even, they, they didn't do anything. He didn't do they anything. Do. He didn't add to that match at all. Not at all. But Until let me tell the you, end. I think Jungle Boy Jack Perry's new finisher should be a clothesline. Because that clothesline he laid on old Hook put him down for the count. That one clothesline that has taken an otherwise unbeatable Hook and put him right through the ground. Oh, he... he he clotheslined him uh, so badly that I don't know what happened. I didn't watch the show, but later when I looked down at the broadcast booth, Taz was nowhere to be found. So maybe oh. I thought, oh, my God, maybe Taz we left. We to take care of his boy. Maybe we I take just care realized, of his did boy. we say that CM Punk, who did we say that CM Punk fought? Uh, Chibata? No? Who did well, he fight? It's Kojima. It's Kojima. Kojima. Yeah. But he was an older guy. That. He was an older yeah. Japanese guy. He's great. I liked him. So what was next after the this? Uh, oh, the Shibata next. Shibata was in the four way with Cassidy and Saber Junior and Garcia. Well, we've already t- yeah we talked about that. Now yeah. we, we talked about like, well Cassidy. Uh, I love Daniel Garcia. Uh, he, he when did he start dancing with 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 his dukes up in the air? Yeah, not too long ago. It's been a relatively new development, and I gotta say, Alex Wright would be proud. It is very Alex Wright. And, but you know what else? It's like, it's like, it's like he's the wrestler that's trying to be a sports entertainer, and that's what he can come up with. I like it. Like, because he's in Jericho's group. They're sports entertainers, so it's like, what are you doing in sports entertainment, Daniel? And he does this, and he looks so fucking. It look every time he did it, I laughed. In that match, yeah, I and, laughed a lot too. And, I and, lot. and it was, and it was. Of course, you laughed a lot. You were on mushrooms. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this must have looked really cool uh, on mushrooms when you saw that this. Hold on, as I show you this picture. Where is it? There we go. Yes. There's so many cool parts of this fucking thing, bro. It's the, so many- for those of you who haven't seen it. He's looking at the bucks, the shadow of the bucks and uh, hangman amongst the sky of stars and galaxies in the background. Carry on my wayward as carry son. on, my wayward son comes on. The fucking fireworks go off. The, the bucks are here. Punk has clearly left the building. This is the from this point out. It's the elite. The the elite, and the elite are there now. Of course, it's not just the Bucks, and uh, it is just the Bucks and Hangman, right? Is it? Yeah, because at first, Eddie Kingston. The first music they hit is Eddie Kingston's music. The Mad King hit the ring first. 
I thought Eddie Kingston was in this Claudio match against Dean Moxley. No, no. it was yeah. If that's who we're talking about. The no, we're talking about the Box and Hangman. Yeah, they were in it versus John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, Willie Yuta, Kansuki. Oh, to, uh, yes. To catch the... Yes, but the Bucks and, and Hangman had other people with them, did they not? This match? Yes. Yeah, they had Eddie Kingston and Tomohiro Ishii. That's it, yes. Cause, uh, and, and now the thing was, Eddie Kingston and Moxley are friends. Which played out in this match is that one. And part, Eddie Kingston does not like the Young Bucks. But no, Eddie Kingston does not like the Young Bucks. But he hates Claudio even more. That's yeah. the storyline of this match. And this match had a lot of great moments in it. A lot of great moments. <laughs> Young Bucks make things look so easy in so many of their uh, incredible moves. Um. Yeah, loved that match. And you know what? Who did we have taking that match? I believe we had, we both had the Blackpool Comedy Club taking that match. And I, <laughs> I do believe we were right. I think we did. Yeah. Um, I have this one picture that's, uh, oh my God, it's sad. It's, 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 it's beautiful. It might be the picture that that'll that'll be the advertisement for this episode maybe but it's eddie kingston chopping a john moxley hold on reese you ready for this here we go yeah beauty with the bucks looking on oh yeah the bucks are looking on yes it's so true of course uh that was so that was the great match so, uh, so, 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 so far, the, Bucks, the elite and them won this match. Yes. Um, Perfect. then the next match was the show stealer. Tony Storm no. versus no. Gale. No, no, that's not the next match. Yes, it is. Is that the next match? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I don't have pictures ah. of that match because I was at the washroom. Sorry. I went to the chill zone. You were in the kill zone. It's called the chill zone. What's There's the... a spot called the chill zone, and it was a bar that was closed, but we got into it and sat and watched it on the big screens. Oh, well, there you go. That sounds yeah. all right. The chill zone. Yeah. The chill zone. Storm. I watched Tony Storm chill all over Willow Nightingale. Oh, and, and there were shenanigans? A little shenanigans. And Tony Storm got the win. Little snap, little pile driver. The bing bong. Tony Storm got the win, though. With shenanigans. With shenanigans. That's what we predicted. I'm telling you, we're almost like we should be writing this ourselves. Well, we got MJF right. We, we did got it. we got the uh, we got the uh, Blackpool right. Yeah, with them losing to the elite. Um, you know, we got Punk right. We got Orange Cassidy. I don't know. Uh, you right. took Zack Saber Jr. for that one. Yeah. And I took and I took and I took Daniel Garcia. Yeah. So we're both wrong with that one. Fine, we got that wrong. But we got Sonata right, or I did anyway. Yes, we, with, we both with got the Sonata. Heel turn, with the heel turn. You I got with the heel turn. That was great. Yes. Yeah. And then we got yeah the elite and Kingston. We got Tony Storm. We got and now we're into. The two best things I've, I've ever witnessed as a professional wrestling fan, next to the Rock Hogan stare down at WrestleMania 18. Now, you know, it's funny you should bring up the Rock Hogan stare down because this match was very, very similar to um, the Rock Hogan. Kind and, of, but executed at a much higher speed. And, no, uh, no, I don't mean by that. What I what I mean is this match is. Uh, is a dream match, and uh, and and it's very hard to follow a dream match, and um, you know, like, and much like The Rock and Hogan, how they stole the show. Uh, the next matches and main event suffered because that match was this match was so good, and this no, match is the. And and the and the victim of both of those matches is Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho had to follow the Rock Hogan, 
And Chris Jericho had to follow Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay. And the audience was flat during Jericho's match because, you know, after Judas was done and everybody done singing along, people were all plum-tuckered out, bud, because fucking Osprey and Omega blew the fucking roof off the place. You would have thought we were in the Sky Dome when they were done with it. Okay. Well, I see what you kind of mean, but I feel like... Uh, I feel like the match needed to be there. There needed to be a match. Dude, it was in was, the perfect spot. Yeah, it was either was it was either either you have that there or the other one, or you flipped them. You you know you put the other one mat and you put the other one there. It didn't matter. Both matches, uh, whether it be Okada Daniel Bryan or. Or uh, Osprey and uh, Omega, both of those matches were the were the advertised matches that they sold the fucking show on, and both of those were the co-main events that delivered them, and they one hundred percent both delivered. You know, one like one was just left you breathless, the other one left you shocked in amazement. You know, <laughs> give me give me just one second, brother. No problem. Yeah. Shocked in amazement, folks. And what I, of course, am alluding to in the shocked of amazement is um, the ending of of Okada and uh, and uh, Daniel Bryan. So, now for those of you who don't know, uh, immediately after the pay per view. A thunderstorm did hit Toronto. So don't say that Okada couldn't make it rain in Toronto, even though he lost, because I assure you, (laughs) I had to walk home and I got caught in it. And the Rainmaker's rain felt so refreshing after a five-hour AEW card. So one second. So, yeah, so Reese is just uh, taking a little hiatus for a second. Probably just a little family matter. Stephen Urkel on the TV. Did I do that? Um, yeah, so many things. Uh, we're going into the Jericho match next next one. So, uh, yeah. Um, if you are, hey, if you are in the Hamilton area, Friend of the show, Eric Johnson, the son of the bullwhip, bullwhip, his dad, Johnson, the bull Johnson, his grandfather was a wrestler. He's doing a thing with AEW and Core Entertainment. Go to Eric Johnson's uh, social media outlets. Just look up for Eric Johnson, Instagram, Eric, just Google Eric Johnson, comedian, bullwhip. You'll find him. And uh, he's giving 20 tickets on the floor away uh, for Dynamite and Collision on Wednesday and Thursday. All you have to do is follow. He's giving an updated now. 30 tickets for Dynamite and 50 for Collision. There you go. He has half the fucking floor in Hamilton, bud. And all you have to do is follow Eric Johnson on also on your social media outlets and follow Core Entertainment. And follow AEW, and and then tell him on whatever you follow him on that you're in for the the uh, running with the bulls and AEW. So there you go, folks. If you think if you're in Hamilton, you're thinking about going to the show, but you're on the edge. Why not go for free with Eric Johnson? I'll tell you, the guy's a hoot. One of one a great comic out there. And, uh, you know, with a great heritage into wrestling. And Reese is back. And, folks. I to run out there. I had to take a kid thing. Taking care of business. Yeah. Okay. So I, I just want to tuck back into the the uh, the Will Ospreay. Because we, Will Ospreay when I had to run out. Will Ospreay, yeah. Kenny Lynn. Yeah. That's my new favorite wrestling match of my life. That, um, 
is probably the best, one of the best wrestling matches I've ever seen in my life. And I'll tell you what did it for me. It's so weird. It's like it was such a great, well-executed, just fun match to watch. But the thing that really, for me, like, <laughs> really got me, got me was when uh, Osprey was just driving Kenny Omega's head into the, the bit of the announce table. Yes. <laughs> And he's just sticking his head in it. And I'm just like, fuck, this looks so good. Everything that they were doing just looked so fucking good. The only the only flaw I had with the match, and the only thing that bothered me about it is uh, once the ref booted out Don Callis, um, he should have been out of the match for good. But then he comes back down, and the ref just ignores the fact that he's there. It's like I I was yelling out, ref, that's the same fucking guy you just kicked out. It's not a twin. It's Don. That's not the jackal. That's Don Callis. Kick him the fuck out. Because, you know, like, there are other ways you could plant a screwdriver if that's the way you want to do it. Using a screwdriver. The Toronto screw job, you know, on Kenny Omega. Yeah, even if you're gonna do like like that, you know, like um fucking have Don Callis run out. And if you want to use Callis again, have him come out but immediately get ejected. But as he's getting ejected, fucking throw a fit, get in the rest face, but pass it off as he's getting ejected. Anything. The fact that they ignored him is typical AEW has these flaws, like ignoring like the next match, there was no tags whatsoever, and it was supposed to be a four-man tag match, you know. And it was at least well, that's been corrected because Jericho has demanded a Texas Tornado match where they're just all in the ring together. That'll be on Dynamite in Hamilton, nonetheless. That's a match you're gonna want to see. Uh, but I will tell you, I love now jumping to the Jericho match. But we'll go back to Omega. I loved how Jericho and Sammy Guerrera and Minoru Suzuki has bought into the shenanigans. Like, where they're doing the posing. And you know yeah. what? I always, like, Sammy Guerrera, as he did his pose, and this is the first time I realized that I was like, hey, that's Naito's move. I never realized it until I realized it when that that's Nido's move. So then when Nido did his version of it, the place went nuts. I'm like, yeah, I knew it was fucking Nido's move. I didn't realize it until the last night. And uh, but when Nido did his move, and then Sammy did his, and then Jericho did the hand on the chin, and then Minoru Suzuki comes and does the hand with the chin. So good. The fact that Suzuki is in on the jokes. It makes me so happy, and you know what? That's the picture of the cover that I'm going with. You got it. You got it. It's just so cheesy and so funny, and great job. So, But back to Kenny Omega, I'll tell you, I know Jim Cornette's going to complain about this and about kicking out of people's finishers. Yeah, well, fuck you, Jim Cornette. But will Ospreay fucking... Did Kenny in who was going like with the fucking Kenny would had him ready for the one wing angel, and Will Osprey chopped him, fucking screwdrivered his head, and then fucking Will Osprey put Kenny in the one wing angel, and fucking him, and Kenny kicked out before one. Yeah, yeah. The place went that the place went banana. Like, Banana sandwich. I, I'll tell you right now. I have never been a part of a crowd that has popped that huge. And then, like, I was standing up going, Come on, Kenny! Come on, Kenny! And then everybody's just going for fucking Kenny. And, like, and Will Ospreay, shades of fucking Shawn Michaels fucking the canadian flag wiping his ass with it putting it up his nose you know we're not americans we don't we 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 can get a joke we're fine but fucking we were booing like that match 
was like a fucking roller coaster thrill ride. And then when he dropped Kenny on his fucking head at the end. Oof. Yeah, that was a rough one. Best match of the night. Yeah. One, just that little flaw with Don Callius. It was a little flaw on it. Everything about it was great, though. I'd give it a 9 out of 10. Fucking. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. No, all day. All day long. All and then, day long. I know why just... this sounds a little stupid, but that might even be on the low end. <laughs> it might even be a 9.7 out of 10. Like, something it like that. It was just phenomenal. It was, it was I... as close to a perfect match I've ever seen. As far as I'm concerned, I've only seen one perfect match in my life. And that perfect match was uh, Nick Gage versus David Arquette. Oh, it's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the match with the most botches. Oh, someone in a botch last night where their suicide dive. I think it was Sammy Guerrero or someone, or maybe it was Orange Cassidy. Their shoe got clipped at the last minute. And they did the fucking nose dive. Oh, I hate that. But um, it happens. That's what I love. I, I, the way I describe wrestling to people now especially people that do not enjoy wrestling. I say, do you like action movies? And they say, yeah. And I'm like, well, you know how many takes it, it does? And they have to make it. It takes so many takes of a scene. They are literally doing this live at full speed for us to watch and enjoy. How do you hate It's a live stunt coordinated show that's amazing. How do you hate this shit? Shut up, Marvel Universe lovers. Exactly. Uh, fuck. And yeah, even like, oh no, fuck. I, don't, I only watch Curse of Oak Island. That shit's fake too, fuck. It's fake. Yeah, it's all it's all fake. This is predetermined beautiful art. And if you can't appreciate it, fuck uh, I think I still I'll say this. Professional wrestling should be an Olympic sport. Change my mind. I will tell you, professional beautiful wrestling, shot. I one hundred percent should be an Olympic sport. And it should be graded like figure skating, where two people yes, go on and they put on their ten minute performance, and yep. then you're graded on the match on five on like four different categories by five yeah, different judges. Merit, All rotation. that stuff, exact, <laughs> exactly like figure skating, judging, yeah, exactly I like that. Costumes, pageantry. I believe I a very similar uh, scoring strategy. I believe I, me and you were in lockstep here, but I'm with you. Yeah. Um, you know, so, yeah, Omega and uh, Okada, we can't wait to see, like, the rematches that we're going to, like, maybe that's, they're one each now, right? One apart. There's got to be the bubble. We don't know when that's going to be. But I got to tell you right now, jumping ahead, I think Daniel Bryan and Okada, they got another match, and it's going to be at Wrestle Kingdom in the Egg Dome uh, in January. I have a feeling that's going to happen for sure. Uh, yeah, there's a few, like, uh, like that, this. We're getting a rematch because now we have Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay are one and one. Yeah. We need part three now. But that can happen at All Out. It can happen wherever. Wherever, whenever. And however, but it will happen. We'll always be together. Money, money on the table. Shakira. Hey, next match, Chris Jericho comes in. He's got Chris Jericho. He's got Suzuki. He's got Sammy Guerrero. Those are his boys. And they're going up against Nido, Sting, and Darby Allen. We already said it. Sammy Guerrero did a fucking 360 splash on fucking Sting for fuck's sakes. I love, okay, there's two people there in that match that I can say that I thoroughly loved watching uh, move around the ring. Darby Allen moves around like a fucking bullet. Holy shit. Yes. And Sammy Guevara, just watching those two, uh, just watching those two fucking move around, man, is a fucking pleasure. Yeah. And then Sting getting in there. And now I can say, I've seen Sting wrestle. In the early 2000s, I think 2000, I don't know, when, when WCW way back in the day, I see I seen Sting. And now I've seen Sting wrestle. I saw Sting, sorry, for I've seen Sting now in AEW in 2023. I've what a him, career. I saw him wrestle 
in, I want to say, 1999, WCW Mayhem. He was uh, in the final four for the title. Him, Benoit, Sting, Brett, Brett, Benoit, Sting, and Jeff Jarrett. Sting and Jeff Jarrett are still wrestling, and Benoit and Brett are no longer wrestling. Uh, but but you know what though, Brett is more over now than he's ever been, because guys like CM Punk and guys like the Revival, and you look at last night when you're walking around, how many fucking Bret Hart shirts did you see? More than any other wrestler that's unact like out of all the retired wrestlers, probably more Bret Hart shirts and more Bret Hart stuff was worn. Then maybe maybe Ric Flair might have been second or something. I see a lot of people wearing Flair stuff, but no. But Bret Hart, people love wearing Bret Hart shit. Yeah, well, Bret Hart, like, hey, I always thought. I think if you're a certain age, like, he's just so fucking. He was cool. You Walked damn right, he was. With, with the leather jacket, the greasy hair, like the sunglasses they give to the kids. Just amazing, man. I, I like. I'm glad that he, even though he's a, like, you know, his career got unfortunately cut short. I'm glad to see that people still thoroughly appreciate. Oh yeah, who he is. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so Jericho's match, crazy. Like I said, Minoru Suzuki. It was a crazy four-way, a crazy three-way that, that had no control. The ref had no control of this match from start to finish. I don't even know who got the fucking pinfall on it. I have a feeling that it was not Jericho because Jericho stormed the press conference and demanded the Texas Tornado match. So Darby Allen and Sting and them went over. And, uh, yeah, so that's going to happen next week. Sammy, it's gonna Sting is doing another fucking match, man. We getting a, we're getting a summer of Sting matches. What is it? It's the Great American Bash. Uh, excellent. <laughs> but Nido was great in that match as well. Make no mistake, very entertaining. Here we go, Reese. This is the uh, the shot. There we go. That's the one. Look at those handsome boys. Yeah. That's like the uh, Mexico Canadian Japan combination. Love yeah. it. Loving every minute of it. Um, so then finally, we go into uh, the final match, which I haven't put pictures up yet. I just put pictures of me singing Judas, was the last thing I posted. But Judas in my mind. But the last match was, of course, uh, Okada versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, Okada. Making it rain, as what? you can see, That's great. the money was flying and littered. I tried to catch one and I couldn't. Hey, it didn't matter because you know what they were? Counterfeit bucks. Tell me when I'm telling lies. <laughs> they were actually counterfeit bucks because Okada's face was on it. It was not real currency. They are counterfeit bucks. Well, yeah, they looked great though, didn't they? Oh, it looks great, but they didn't even have the gun machines like I promised you. I and I, you know what? From my seat, you could see them like throwing the fucking dollar bills off the fucking top. They were all throwing them up there. I was like, you know, you should have sting masks when you're up there. So, <laughs> you know, one guy's dressed like the Blue Blazer, the other guy's dressed like Sting. No. Oh no, no, no. no. sorry, no. both of them are dressed like Sting. There you um, go. One guy's dressed like Logan Paul, WrestleMania. Uh, <laughs> one guy's dressed like Shawn Michaels in the Arrowhead. Um. Uh, yeah, you get the idea. I like it. Hey, the fucking last match was uh, was again a stellar. Uh, nobody. Now, both of us chose Okada to win. Yeah. And nobody expected the American Dragon fucking making Okada tap out. Tap? Yeah, I did not. None of us saw that. We're all like, "What?" I didn't even see the tap. I they just match just stopped and it was like what, what? Because they announced the thirty minutes left, but it was really like what it was. It was like five minutes left till fucking midnight. Like 
Yeah. How are you going to get back out to the suburbs if the train last train on a Sunday night leaves at twelve fifteen? Well, they had I to end that fucking quickly, and they did. Yeah. 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 They ended it quickly, time. like fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy how just quick it was done, and then everybody was gone. And yeah. uh, but wow, a lot of people dipped real quick. I'm just, like standing outside, like fifty dollars for a chair. Anybody got a chair? Want to sell a chair for fifty dollars? You're trying to buy a chair for fifty bucks. They're never, you're never getting a chair for fifty bucks. <laughs> See, my plan was look for somebody who had two that, chairs that you could beat up. No, just anybody <laughs> with two chairs, and then I was going to challenge them to a super kick party, uh, oh. winner against the chairs. Nice, nice. Nobody took me up on it, mostly because I was challenging children. Oh, well, please. <laughs> I was busy telling people that I was a young lion 10 years ago, and that's where I got my tracksuit. So, from New Japan, when I was there. And they're like, really? I was like, yep. And I was like, and I said, what was the worst thing? I said, taking an honor chop from Inoki. But it was still an honor chop. So, you know, none of that ever happened. Um, <laughs> but, but, uh, but you know what? I thoroughly enjoyed AEW. And yeah, uh, you know, you've uh, you've 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 quenched my wrestling thirst until yeah. uh, August. Now will be the next big car. Unfortunately, I'll be out of town for SummerSlam, but uh, but August we've got a SmackDown, yeah. and we are on the floor, and we are gonna have a good time. Good time. It's gonna be a great fucking show, dude. I'm really stoked for it. Well, WWE run good shows, I feel, and uh, and uh, shows are their live shows are always fun. So, yeah, 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 that's true. Overall, Reese, uh, what do you grade on the on the scale of uh, one to ten? What do you grade the Forbidden Door at? Oh man, I would say what happened was we got Irish whipped into that turnbuckle. Baby, AEW Forbidden Door got on top, and they laid down one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, nine. They got me nine times before I was able to push it off. A solid nine, nine punches out of ten in the corner. You know what? I was going to give it a solid eight. A solid eight. Have them in the corner. Eight chops. One, two, three, four. Five. Actually, that hurts. Uh, but you get the idea. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I give it a solid eight out of ten. I have never seen a bad AEW uh, pay-per-view. And uh, despite the length of this motherfucker, Tony, you got us fucking... Get it within three hours, bud. No, I love it. Don't listen to him, Tony. He's crazy. Yeah. He's uh, I saw him. He did mushrooms. He's nuts. Don't listen to him. He's got the psychosis. Don't listen. These, he, this guy's telling me Tony Khan was in the bathroom before him earlier, and uh, <laughs> you know, and if you saw him at the press conference, you know he was. Uh, <laughs> folks, thank you for joining us on part two of the Forbidden Door. Uh, you won't hear for us till the end of the month. That's when we do the show. So this has been a real tweet, tweet, treat. And uh, Reese, what do you got to say? Oh, man, it's an absolute blast. It's great seeing it, dude. Uh, probably be seeing anybody who, uh, if they see, I might be seeing them on Thursday down there at the AEW show. I'm not sure if I'm making it down, but I might. If I'm making a show, it's going to be the Thursday. Uh, but then come check me out. Uh, you know, I got shows all over the dang place, baby. Just follow me on Instagram, R-E underscore Reese T. Yeah, and you know what? I, I'm Casey Corbin. Follow me on Casey Corbin Formats. Hey, friends in the States, Casey Corbin is back on Spotify. So go to Spotify. Talking Wrestling's there. Go to Spotify for some little Casey Corbin action. And if you're craving the old tale of the taker, hey, hear me do it live. I know it's not the best quality of sound, but, um, you know, it's there. And it's the best version of that. Because I can't really tell that Undertaker story to people that aren't regular wrestling fans. Only a couple get it. But if I am opening up for Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, which is where I was when I taped this tale of the Taker, 
Um, that's a better audience for it. Anyways, it comes in hot, so turn it down a little bit and then ease your way into it. Uh, Tale of the Taker on Spotify. Check it out. Let's get those numbers going, America. Uh, I missed you when I wasn't on Spotify. I literally did. I missed the American money. And, um, <laughs> you know, let's get me back up to the 30,000 followers that I used to have before they fucking put my <laughs> albums in the garbage. Get them up there, people. Fucking TuneCore. Uh, distro Kid's the way to go. Uh, speaking of Distro Kid, this is the Disco Kid. I have a shirt that says that I'm Disco Kid. And, uh,. Yeah, and Reese Turner saying uh, thanks for joining us on the show. Thank you for letting us put a headlock in your ear. I hope you had a great Forbidden Door. And uh, we'll talk to you at the end of the month after uh, Jeepers. We got a lot of WWE things to talk about. So we'll get to that next show. Until then, I'm Reese Turner, and he's Casey Corbin. And uh, on behalf of Never Sleeps Network, thank you and good night. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.